Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, this is Sal Volcano and Chris Stefano, and welcome to another episode of Hey, hey Babe. So what's um, up? Yeah. So, uh, dude, I, um, you know, we were talking before. I Did I ever tell you this story about when my, my kid's mom, when her father died? Did I ever tell you that story? It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would ring a bell. I, as of right now, I don't think so. The thing about Brooklyn, the thing about, like, growing up in Brooklyn and, like, having, like, Brooklyn-owned, like, mafia places yeah. is, like... You know, these guys negotiate, they have deals. This is like a real thing that all true what I'm about to say happened. Yeah, I just watched a Netflix, like, Fear City or whatever oh, it is. one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Isn't it crazy, the, the, the taps, the wire taps and all that stuff? It's fantastic. Yeah, okay. So we go to the funeral, you know, obviously, my, you know, my to the funeral home. My kid's mom is really upset. And, uh, you know, father died, tragic, whatever, you know, horrible. And, um, and so she says, look, can you talk to this funeral guy? It was a you know an old school Italian guy's funeral home on Fourth Avenue in, in in Brooklyn in Park Slope. Sure, sure, sure. So we sit down. First of all, he offers us like cappuccino, espresso, coffee, decaf, water, cannolis, whatever you guys yeah. want. You know, he's dressed to the knot. He's got like a you know like a ten thousand dollars suit on. You know, he hasn't unbuttoned the top button ever in his life. Yeah, he goes. Um, it's definitely a gold like hundred pinky ring, pinky ring. Yeah, he yeah. goes. Um, so we sit down. And he's, uh, he's, you know, we're talking. He goes, "What kind of casket does she want? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you that." And I'm like, "Yeah." And and then and he goes, "Just out of curiosity, because this had this happened, this happened in December. Uh, I'm sorry, January or February of 2017. Trump was elected November of 2016." He goes, "Just out of curiosity, he goes, let me ask you something." He goes, "The man, you know, the man who passed away on, on God, and he must have said God, you know, uh, 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 he said the man who passed away, uh, my respects. He must have said that like a hundred times." He was like, he was like, my respects. He goes, who did he vote for in the last election? And we were like, you know, and my kid's mom was like, you know, I don't see why that's important. He goes, well, I'm just saying, who did he vote for? I just, you know, guy's dead, you know, tell me we voted for that's him. And we were like, okay. And then I said, um, I said, should I just tell him like whatever? And she was like, I mean, I guess. And I was like, you know, and at that point, two months after, like, you didn't know if you could be open about it yet, I was, I was like, you know, he voted for, for Trump. And he goes, that man outside right now voted for Donald Trump. And, like, you could see, like, you didn't know, like, his emotion yet. Like, you could see he was, like, welling up. And you're like, is this guy mad? Is this guy happy? He goes, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do right now. He goes, first of all, that guy voted for a true American hero. Okay. He goes, and, I, and, he, and he served in the military. The, the, my kid's um, father served in the military. He's like, yeah, he served in the, uh, he goes, he served in the military. I said, yeah. He goes, okay. He goes, I'm not supposed to do this unless they pay for it. He goes, I'm going to get the full, I'm going to get a full uh, American flag ceremony. I'm going to get the Marines here and we're going to, we're going to play um, whatever that song is on the way up. We're going to do that for him. My grandfather. Oh, thank you. He goes, also on top of that, what I'm going to do free of charge. He goes, if you ask me to give you money, I'm not going to give you any money. Uh, He said, he goes, if you ask to pay me, I'm not going to accept your money. It is on the house. I'm going to put a Make America Great Again wreath in the casket with him. <laughs> so he can, I swear to God, so he says, so he can enjoy the afterlife with that wreath. Wow. And then my kid's mom was like, I really don't want that in the casket. Like, right. I'm not, you know. Well, yeah, even regardless of politics, it's like, the casket is sacred. Yeah. It should be whatever the family wants. <laughs> yeah, we don't want it. Okay, so he said, oh, and he goes, he goes, I'm so happy voted for, so happy voted for Trump because we had a family in here last night. He goes, you know, a couple of these hey, people. Babe. Hey, babe. He's saying this like while he's negotiating. Like, my kid's mom is like crying. He's like, he's like these liberal fucks. Oh, he's shit. like, he's like, guess what? He goes, um, he was like, I was having a discussion. He goes, I was having a discussion with this guy. He goes, he goes, and he goes, he goes, I'm having a discussion with this liberal guy. He goes, everybody's freaking. He goes, last night they're all crying in here because Trump won. I'm like, no, they're probably all crying because their loved one is dead. <laughs> they're in the funeral home. Like, what are you talking about? He's like so out of touch. He's like, I do. I mean, talk about being first to market with Make America Great Again wreaths. Wreaths, yeah. Like for the casket. Yeah, like that was cas- like that was that was foresight. Yeah. No, well, no, Make America Great Again was his campaign slogan in, in what do you mean like in, but he had wreaths available for burial oh right right, right. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had the product oh yes 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 that's true yeah that's because yeah. maybe i guess people maybe ask for that I don't maybe they're asked for it but but so he says um he goes yeah he goes i did uh he goes i did um you know I was, these liberals yesterday he goes i'm talking to a guy and i'm telling him i'm going look why don't you come in here tomorrow i'll make you a deal right now he says to this guy he goes i'll make you a freaking deal right now 
goes, why don't you come in here tomorrow? He goes, go home, watch the news, whoever you like, freaking Anderson Cooper, whatever. He's just assuming. <laughs> yeah. He goes, Anderson Cooper, whoever you like. He goes, why don't you go and give me one thing that Hillary Clinton that's done that's right and one thing that <laughs> Donald Trump's done that's wrong. And he goes, real hard factual evidence. He said, if you come in with one thing Hillary did right and one thing Donald Trump did wrong, I'm going to give you this funeral for half price. I swear to God. That's what he, he's telling us to me as, as she's like sobbing and he's just like going off. I'm like, just tell me how much the casket costs. And he's going crazy. And he's telling me this story. He goes, he goes, I'm going to tell you if you could do one thing that Hillary did right, one thing Donnie oh, T did God. wrong, I'll give you the funeral for half price. He goes, guess what, kid? They paid full price because they couldn't <laughs> tell me one thing that based an actual fact that Hillary did wrong, that Hillary did Holy right. Shit. And that was like, wow, dude. And then, and then. So why is, I mean, I get it. Everything's politically charged, but why is it permeating down to the funeral burial discussion? I know, but it's crazy. I had enough of politics. I've had enough. Yeah. Oh, this guy's crying. Me too. Me too. Me too. And he goes, and he goes, um, and, he, and then, and then. <laughs> So that was the night, or let's say Wednesday night. Thursday is, you know, the the, the wake, like yeah. you know, the wake open from nine to twelve, let's say, and then he was getting buried in the buried in the um, you know, cemetery. So the family says goodbye, you know, like whatever, give them a private time. Family says goodbye. Hand to gone. He goes in when about to close the casket and proceeds to put a Make America Great Again hat on the body. No, no. Yeah, on no, the body. No. Yeah, one of my kid's mom's sisters like, please respectfully asking you to not put anything else on his body. I can't I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't even yeah. believe it. I swear, like I you know, I I hate to be rude because I you know, I know, but it's like I, I'm sitting there. What I'm, kind of I mean like how I see him. I see him unlatching something on the casket and then moving this guy's head up. Just moving the guy's head around to try Holy to shit. fit the hat what? on the head. How could this person? I mean, I guess he thinks he's doing something noble. You yeah. can't touch. I mean, I guess he's the one who put him in the suit and stuff already. But like, so he's feeling like he could take some liberties there. But like, you can't. You, how is this guy's business? Like, you can't just touch and dress other people's. Deceased? He, he's like a mafia guy. He's a mafia, old school Italian mobster that they don't play by the rules. They don't care. He was telling me stories about like, he's like, you know how many times, in, if, he's like, my family's had this funeral in 50 years. He goes, you want to know how many times? I mean, he's like, how many times I go, this is like while the funeral's going on. He was like talking to me and another guy. He's like, how many times I'm sitting here, one of these guys brings in a dead body. Just killed him. I got to get rid of it. I was like. What do you mean? How many what times? <laughs> like non-funeral related. Like one of his friends. Like he was Holy saying, like his friends. Like how many times? Because I'm. He goes. They think because I'm a. He's like, oh, all of a sudden I'm a mortician. Now I can freaking cut up bodies and dispose of them. He's like, people are crazy. I was like, they are. Oh my They're god. Crazy. That is wild. Yeah, and then he was one of those guys where, like, he kept asking me if I wanted cappuccino. I kept saying no. And then he said, if you, if I ask you for cappuccino one more time, I'm starting to get a little upset. Like you don't want my cappuccino. So I was like, I'll take a cappuccino. Like, I just didn't want it. I had too much caffeine. It makes my stomach hurt. He's like, how many times are you going to say no to my cappuccino? It's like, what do I, do I disgust you? <laughs> it's just, that's that's crazy, dude. Dude. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, man. So I just was like, I, I'm, I'm t like all like these, you know, when I watch these Fear City documentaries or anything mafia related stuff, I always think about that guy where I'm like, you know, but it's then it's interesting because it's like. I wonder, because I knew, you know, her dad well, of course. You know, it's my, my child's grandfather. He loved Donald Trump. So it's like, maybe he was looking down from above, like, I'll keep, put the hat on. Yeah, Give I don't think, I, mean, I think it's like, I, 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 I never really, I never really want to judge a book by its cover, but I do notice older, like a lot of older people, more conservative, that's natural. My parents, it's it an odd thing, like, like a lot of people in my family, I have some liberal and some conservative in my family. Yeah, yeah like you a know, normal family. Like normal, yeah, it's like yeah. It is. But um, it's getting harder to talk about. I never talked politics with my family, to be honest, and no, do I want to now. Oh, yeah. Um, not that we disagree on every last thing. I also, it's a shame that we have to assign a bucket with politics. Like, right. I right. can't just, like, have some views here and some I hate assigning. Because now the culture we live in, you assign yourself to a bucket, and then the other bucket, literally, you get completely disregarded. Nothing you say matters. Nothing you can contribute to the conversation matters. Right. That's how everyone's going. So it's like... I'm not going to assign myself to anything. Leave me alone. I don't want to be judged by you and I don't want to talk. I don't care what you think. I know that you're not, I know that may not be a big deal to you, but I just, I have to, I wouldn't be a good friend if I didn't tell you this. I got spinach in my teeth. You've had it in your, that's not the part. You do have spinach in your teeth, but that's not what I'm concerned about. You have the right 
the sock that says R on the left foot. I could see it from under here. That says R, right? I think this yes. is, is a right. So you do have the socks on the wrong foot. I don't know if you care. I, no, I do care. Now it's gonna it's gonna bother me. Do you want to show your feet to the camera? Or is yeah, that a hidden I, thing? I the R. Yeah. The R is here on the left foot. But so on, honestly, though, I would really prefer that you told me about the spinach like a while a while back and not the R and the you L. Have spinach. It's it's in a very it's in the a back 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 tooth. I don't think it's concerning at all. I don't think it's gonna come up on camera. It's the other side. And what's all we were talking about before is remember we were talking about you know Jesus H Christ when people say Jesus H Christ yes, where does the yes, H come yes. from? Holy. They say Jesus Holy Christ. Somebody deemed that H, Jesus' middle name was holy. Oh, you you found that? You I got Googled it. it. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Never knew. Never knew. I always wondered. Yeah. It's educational, the podcast, too. And then we said, and then we said, you know, doesn't cut the mustard. We found out that that's not from the word, that's not from mustard at all. That's from doesn't cut the muster, M-U-S-T-E-R, which is a military term for, you know, if your bed is nice and tight and your shoes are shined. Right, that's the muster. That's the muster. And you got your muster on tonight. You look good today. You're muster. I, I, I want to be. You know, we we. Were t I want to be in athleisure, but I also feel like I'll. I'll I just don't want to look so raggedy. I don't know because I, I. All I do is wear a sweat, so this feels like we have a little date. Yeah, we got a little. Date. Feels like I get. I, I feels like I get dressed up for you a little bit. I know. I shouldn't. I gotta start no, wearing pants no, because I, no, no no because I'm my wrong. thighs are big and I'm 230 pounds on it. I feel bad about it. I'm I'm wrong. I'm gonna. I I make a pledge next next eps. Uh, I will be in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna come in jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, wait, so wait, wait. Oh, you know what I was saying too. Like, you know, you didn't tell me I had spinach in my teeth. Yeah. This reminded me of something, and I can't throw stones, but I dated a girl one time, right? And it annoyed the hell out of me. But she she would text a lot. Uh, when she texted me, she would write the word hysterical. She'd misspell it. How would she spell it? H y s t e r i c l e. Hysterical. Hysterically. Hysterical. And I was like, ooh. Like, it just bothered me a bit. And then I was like, I'll fix this. I'll write her back. I know it wasn't it hysterical, but I'll write it the, the correct right way. way. And then she'll pick up on it. It'll never happen again. Lo and behold, like, fast forward, like, six months. I'm not kidding you. Uh, she, she said hysterical a lot. That was, like, one of her good go-to words. Like, people say, like, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, legitimately or, right, like, right. or literally. Right. She said it was hysterical a lot. So, she, I was always getting bombarded with it. She didn't correct it. And every single time she said it, I doubled back every time. I'm talking dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Dozens. In in months. And she never spelled it right back the way way and honestly i like probably broke up i think i think i think we, i ended it with her because of this really? like i never said anything because you're like so that was like almost like not telling her i couldn't bring myself to tell her though when i was telling like it was like the, it was like the spinach my dad still to this day yeah if he says like you know um would you want to go to the yankee game he spells it w-o-o-d no. Yeah. And he's, he's any, just any wood. He does W O U L D doesn't exist. It's always wood. Would. Would you would you care? Would you yeah, would that annoy you? If someone would you would you say anything? It annoyed me. Why did it annoy me? What is in my brain that I couldn't handle that after a few months? It's okay. Like it's like the whole your versus your. Y O U R versus yeah. Y O U R E. Not that I don't think if you're not using it properly, it makes you Oh, this person's stupid because they didn't know it's your versus yeah. your. But the people who do, who are very good, who never get your versus your and who know how to use it yeah. right in the context, yeah. tells me that they are a little bit above average smart yeah. and that they're a caring person. Yeah. So someone who's spelling hysterical wrong yeah. on purpose is like, are they not as intelligent as they thought? Or that do they just not care enough to change it, and then that they're also prop. They're both problems. Okay, so that's not on, it's not on me. I don't think so. All right, no, because you're you're like I feel the same exact thing with right. you. And normally you're you're like I'm all over it. I, I'm aware when I write it, but sometimes you're just writing. And right. but I will tell you this: I misspell something. I do a your your backs, and in a text, no matter who, even to you, I will follow it up with an asterisk and the correct your. I will follow me. it up every time because I don't want you to go off and start. I plant a seed in you that I'm that person that you just described. Hundred percent. That's me. how over the top I am with it. Hundred percent. Me too. Yeah. I would never. I never. Ever. 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 Ever let that go by intentionally. There's been times unintentional where I'm texting yeah. and driving. Don't do that, kids. Where you yeah. send the wrong your. I do mess up there versus there more than I'd care to share. Yeah. But we are in a podcast, so I will share. I mess it up a lot. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you. How do you know? You go back and you reread. And then you see that you didn't do it justice. If I say, 
hey, Sal, I'm coming over. I'll be right there. Is it because it's personal? Is it T-H-E-I-R? Or is it T-H-E-R-E because we're talking about going to a place? No, what the hell was that? Did you, oh, okay. Oh. Did you? No. So there, there is a place. There is T-H-E-R-E is place. It's place. T-H-E-I-R is possessive. If you say you co- I'm coming to their place, it's T H E I R. But if you're going there, whereas there is a right. noun, then that's T H E R. Clicked it in my and head. Then you know. Then then you got you there. They are. They well. They, the, 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 the apostrophe R E doesn't there come into play. The, yeah. It's so easy because you just make the apostrophe an A, and it's the yeah. word R. No, but they are. But it's not possessive. Their T H E I R is possessive. Yeah. Their house. There right. they are is not they are. But usually contraction. And, isn't that possessive when you do an S? Right. Yeah, well, this is English. English. It's funny because it's The funny podcast goes wherever the hey, f- babe. And it's right. go. Leap that with a hey, babe. It's, it, it, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, because I, I, um, I will tell you. I'm going to tell you something. True. Tell me. He's gonna, sounds about to sit down and tell me something. I'm going to tell you something right now. I have a, a, a good interpersonal human being to human being IQ. An emotional IQ. Actually, I'm going to take it even further. You have one of the best emotional IQs I've ever been around in my life, not in my start of comedy, in my life since 1984. That is so kind of you. And I mean it. I genuinely mean it. Very high personal IQ. Very, 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 very self-aware. Not an IQ, an emotional IQ. Emotional IQ, which is self-awareness. Yes. All very self-aware. Yes. Well, thank you very, very much. I take that to heart. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm good with... Reading people and with, you know, understanding how to act and like that. Right. I also was book smart. I did I did well in school. I got A's and stuff like that. And I, 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 did, I even had a scholarship to college partial. So I'm not trying to make it like I'm dumb. But I am actually, I don't know a lot about things. Like right. a, a lot. Like, you know, contraction English, I'm pretty decent at. Math, I'm pretty decent at. But when you talk about geography, history, right. the things that we you shine. Right. I don't know how you remember these things. I wish I could. I haven't committed to memory. I do look back, and I think my education system failed me. Right. Um, I think they they like they just like I don't know if it was a little bit of them like they didn't teach us great, or also like it's always just about memory. Like right. remember this and tell me these things and remember them, and then you go and you remember them for the test, and then they go away. They don't teach you in a way. That makes you, if you're not insanely interested like you are, that makes you retain and put a practical world application on the stuff that you're studying. So when it's history, they're just like, just remember this stuff and repeat it back to me. Right. But it's never like a discussion where you're like, oh, I see this, I see that. It's like, read this chapter in a textbook. No, what, what are the, what are the. You know, whatever you want to call it, the Mason Dixon line, or right. the, or the, right. I mean, anything you can think of, like, um, just any, the Bill know. of Rights, or the, or, you know, anything like that. It's like it's always just like remember them, say them, and that's it, and then that's it. But and see, I, and I didn't remember that stuff. I don't like that that stuff in history either as much. But I love wartime. Like when you told wartime. me, you said you, you got to try this peanut butter from Saratoga. Yeah, I said, let me tell you about Saratoga. It's a turning point in the American Revolutionary War. I said, you know, without no. without us winning the battle in Saratoga, then France would have never entered the war. We'd have never we never won our independence. Yeah. That's just what I know about Saratoga. I'll tell you what I know about Saratoga. Yeah. Horse races? Yeah. And peanut butter, the Saratoga. Shout out to them because they're a good company. I, I saw them at a street fair, at a holiday yeah. street fair, Saratoga peanut butter. I love them to pieces. Again, we just do ads on the yeah, show yeah, without having ads. We, we don't get paid for it. But I have no, no less than five jars in my house at all times. One lucky fan's going to get a jar of Saratoga peanut butter uh, when we um, when we think of a contest for it. Yeah. Blizzard butter? Saratoga peanut butter? Yeah. I damn. mean, I'm going on their website immediately, and I'm, do you have a, a promo code? Can I put it out? <laughs> I swear to God, 20% off? I have nothing. I just, it was the Union Square. 50 for a peanut butter? But let me tell you something, though. This is small batch, artisanal, family made, with and a huge varieties. This like 10 different varieties and they're low in carbs and sugar and they're all natural Four it's a healthy of sugar, snack seven grams of protein six net carbs that's nothing that's nothing and that's that's blizzard that's on the high end if you go to the other peanut butters those numbers are dropping in half really they're dropping chilling chocolate blizzard butter i mean this is right up my alley monkey boy they need to change that name um <laughs> plain jane creamy uh, Adirondack Jack, which I did see in Sal's cupboard. Yeah, um, and the slow burn, I got that one. Yeah. I have the Adirondack Jill. I used to have the gingerbread one uh, because what happens is, especially if you're doing like, look, it's low carb, low sugar. I mean, we really 
just do commercials for people we are not affiliated We're with not whatsoever. Just sing I don't, we love. They they might see this and send me a jar of peanut butter. That's eight fifty. That's still not worth what I just gave them. <laughs> not, not, I'm not. It's nothing against you. Now I'm turning on them. Yeah. How dare these people? How dare these people potentially see this and hit me up with one eight dollar jar of peanut butter? Yeah. We just maybe we could have potentially just gotten you a hundred people to buy. I, I should have. We could we, have just gotten we, you a G. We should have a stake in the company at this point. Hundred percent. If Saratoga doesn't want to cough up what they owe us, yeah. Then you know what? Maybe they weren't as good as we thought. At the very least. At the very God. least. Make us a peanut butter with our name on it. Oh, At the very least. A Hey Babe flavor. Hey Babe peanut butter. Maybe we can combine with them. I once did this. I almost did this with McClure's Pickles one time. <laughs> with, with, no, they're out of Detroit. Me and Q at a podcast. We love the pickles. They contacted us and said they would make a small batch run with our flavor, and they never did, but it is what it is. Now, Saratoga has a, has a, has a chance to right that wrong. Saratoga, don't be like McClure's Pickles. Also, if McClure's Pickles hears this, I'm still mentioning you. You send stuff. So, here's what I'm going to tell you right now about the Saratoga Peanut Butter Company. The same way your city was the turning point of the Revolutionary War, you could be the turning point of this podcast because we're thinking about stopping it, and it's up to you, you peanut butter. That's the, you, you, you peanut, peanut butter. Peanut butter. If I was on another podcast, I would have said a word. Yeah, we're trying not to curse too much hey, babe, so, we we, can get, so we can get sponsors so we can, like Saratoga, goddamn. Like Saratoga Peanut Butter Company. No, so I, met, so I went to the Union Square Hall Day market and the guy's there and it's the guy that makes it like I think yeah and he say, was like and he gives us the sample they once you get a sample some of the hooked. things that we say so casually because you said that you said that you went to the Union Square holiday market and I said that's what Sal does that's what I love to do and then but the people at home say these are again two gay men that yeah. were listening to their podcast okay. and we support it Not and it's just it's just what it is um dude I, speaking of peanut butter did I ever tell you about the food fight that I got into no okay okay again this happened three years ago. Okay. Real story. <laughs> I go to the supermarket. I'm getting one bag of supermarket. I, I was told to go to the supermarket. My daughter was two years old to get almond milk. Okay. So I get I get an almond milk. I don't know why she wanted Shout out to Blue Diamond. Shout out Blue Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> or Almond Breeze. Actually, it's got Almond Breeze on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Almond milk, uh, lemons, um, Cheerios, and then I had to get uh, a, a carton of blueberries. <laughs> okay. So I, that's why I just think- on the way there, though, to the supermarket, there's a a, a, a bar that we like, and I called, uh, you know, bar, restaurant, and I called, and my family wanted three cheeseburgers. Three cheeseburgers, American cheese, tomatoes, all that. So I get three cheeseburgers. Okay. Order it. The guy says three cheeseburgers, repeats to me twice. Okay. I go in, go to the supermarket, go to this restaurant. I saw, hey, I, you know, I called in the order for Chris about 25 minutes ago, you know, three cheeseburgers. He goes, he brings out the bag, goes, there you go. It's one cheeseburger wrapped in a bag. I ordered three cheeseburgers with fries and sodas and all that. He goes, you told me one cheeseburger. Oh, God. I said, I specifically called. Yeah. I said, I, I, yeah. I believe I you spoke to you. Yeah. I spoke. I told you. You th know what you wanted. Three cheeseburgers, deluxe. You think you had a stroke at that moment and yeah. said one instead of three? That's what you I came in expecting three. You're lying? Are you lying? Is that what he's saying? That's what I said. I said, oh, did I just neglect two members of my family you know at dinner time you know that specifically said and i said you know what why don't you say hey, 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 you go get the cheeseburgers i'm getting the almond milk <laughs> you know I ordered, I ordered three cheeseburgers right. with sweet potato fries any cheesecake don't tell nobody <laughs> he says you ordered one that's why i repeated the order you ordered one if you want two more you're gonna have to wait with that, because I was so agitated, <laughs> hand to God, because it was um not in a, it wasn't a platter, so it wasn't in one of those like silver things. It was just a wrapped cheeseburger in paper. <laughs> I take the cheeseburger out <laughs> and I throw it at the guy's chest. No! I swear no, at his chest! At his, not even at the wall. Sal. Hand to God. Hand to God, Sal, because I, I was so angry. He lets the cheeseburger hit off him. He gets moving back. <laughs> Sal, hand to God again. With that, a waiter's coming behind him with somebody else's meal. Mozzarella sticks, French fries, drinks. He takes a handful of French fries and throws them at me. No! Sal, I swear! <laughs> I then reach into the bag, take a handful of the blueberries that I had, and throw them at them. With that, another waiter comes no. in. Breaks it up, says, please stop throwing food at everybody. <laughs> I leave. I'll, I'll never come back to the hey, babe. place again. Holy I ordered shit. three cheeseburgers. I leave. I come back. <laughs> I, I just go back to the house. I have <laughs> a half a chest. A, yeah. A nice thud on the chest. With nice cheese, thud on the chest. Cheeseburger could get some weight behind it, yeah. you know? Yeah. A I nice thud. thud. 
So through the blueberries, through the cheeseburger, I come back, I have half a carton of blueberries, <laughs> the <laughs> almond milk, I th and then I had some out, because you know, again, you, you just don't notice. I had a, a, a shirt, like a like a little button-down shirt with a little pocket. I had a french fry, sweet potato <laughs> fry in my pocket that he had thrown from the other guy's, from the other guy's thing. <laughs> maybe it was more. No, maybe it must. Oh. Maybe my daughter was younger because I had to run back. Might have been four and a half years ago then. Oh God! Yeah. Was that okay? I've gotten into okay. There's been times where I was at like a red like a, a driving and then like you know road rage and someone does something and then you roll down the window and I've gotten into like screaming matches with people right um, and then like in the middle of it feel how ridiculous it right. is and like either one of us or both or whatever would be like uh, just like kind of laugh or whatever did he uh, did, did you did you get to that point at all with him like we're like we're two men throwing cheese at each other or or did you was it, it hostile was so to anger it, it was like angry 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 like i had nothing to throw <laughs> did you laugh when you walked out and you're like i just whipped blueberries it was one of those things where when the cheeseburger was probably equidistant from my hand to his chest i was like this is stupid chris why'd you do this but it was already flying you know <laughs> like i scaled back and you play ball i mean you you, Dude. Yeah, you're a guy. You're an athletic fella. It was like Henry Rowan Garden when he looks back at his arm and I'm like, oh, no. And then I just whipped it. And then uh, he, with that, just coincidentally threw the food that was going to table seven I'm sweating at right me. Now. And then I kind of ducked down. And then my hand, you know, I, the bag was right there. I One had, motion. I just threw the blueberries. So you won. That, you won. You initiated and ended it. Yeah, and I got thrown out. And then the, the interesting thing, though, is that place, still to this day, where my kids you know, and my mom live is on the corner. I see, I walk past, and now with the coronavirus, open tables outside, I see this guy every day. That's wild. Yeah. I wish I could hear the sound the burger against the chest made. But you know- Because I'm, I'm imagining it. Yeah, but you know how infuriating that is when they tell you no, you only ordered one? I hate it. It's happened to me. It's happened. People, when you deliver, and you call you like, you forgot the, and like, you never said that. I'm like, really? I didn't, I read it off. Do you know how meticulous I am? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's actually a curse. I live with a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how much I have to dot every T yeah. and cross every I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever, reverse it. Whatever, yeah. But, but uh, and then they say, it's not even like, first of all, let's say I didn't say it. Customer always right. That's it. Yeah, just, what, do you, what do you get? You get to sell too much. Like, just pleasant. You know, yeah. but but like honestly, like to what end do you have to prove someone wrong anyway? Yeah. Just be like, oh, was it? Okay, yeah, our oh, bad. I I ain't here. I'm sorry. I, unfortunately, you know, because the kitchen's a little backed up, may have to be a 15 minute wait. I apologize. Let Something. Me, let me flip the other side. I worked at a bar restaurant for a cool decade. Okay, and there are people that came in that I really, really, really didn't. I wished them light harm at least. Yeah. Yeah. Fall up the stairs, something just like that. people that don't know how to treat other people, but not never like. If you went in politely and said, "Ah, oh, I think I ordered the three, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Right. But there's people that just don't like. You know what I mean? Like they just, just don't. I remember this isn't one of them, but I, I'll never forget this one. Like a woman um, uh, wanted shrimp, <laughs> and um, we had. I think we had it, but the lunch special had ended, and. Uh, I mean, this is exactly what happened. Okay, yeah. like, I'm not like making it like this. I'm not. This is this is this is how she said it. So I went up and I I, I only bartended, but in the daytime, if I ever worked a day shift and cover someone, there's not a lot of people there. So you'll come from behind the bar and also be the waiter. Right, right. So I went and then then uh, she said I could. She said I can get scrimps. She, she, she <laughs> not even shrimp. She, I guess she was southern. I don't yeah, know. I like so scrimps, scrimp, and not even because shrimp and plural of shrimp is not shrimp. It's shrimp. Shrimp, it's fish, shrimp. fish, shrimp, shrimp. It doesn't matter how many shrimp you have, you never so, get an S. But she didn't even it. subscribe to that because right. she didn't say scrimp, scrimp, and scrimp is plural. Yeah, yeah. So she added the S and took out the H and threw in a C, and she said, "I can get scrimps." Right. And that's also a statement, not a question. Right. So I, I was like, "Fine, I know exactly what she wants." And I said, "I'm so sorry, but the shrimp was on the earlier menu. We don't have the shrimp right now." And she just got up, flipped out, and she started screaming like, "I can't believe this! You gave me the wrong menu." And I was like, "No, this is says lunch, and it's and this, this is the right menu, but you looked at." the wrong thing and she's like i can't believe i can't get scrimps <laughs> <laughs> and I, we just like i am i mean it's i can go back and see but we might have run out of them because it's only offered on a, and she just kept screaming but i'll never forget it because to this day when i'm like it's actually like you know how we were like yolanda vega yeah, yeah. she just made that little tweak and we just say it to ourselves kids say it and everything yeah. and you know how you said someone you said to me that someone that would stub their toe and be like yolanda vega yeah, yeah, my friend to said, this yeah. day I, I i loved the exchange like i actually right. loved the woman right you know what i mean but like like i i but i was just like wow she went hot under the collar about this what happened but nothing i i i 
Did they have the shrimps? Mm, I don't remember. So I'm yeah. not going to say yes or no because I don't remember that. But I will never forget what she said. And to this day in my life, there's sayings that come to the forefront of my mind. Like I'll be in my house alone. Like I'll be vacuuming or in the shower and I just go, I could get scraps. Because <laughs> I just love it. It's just so yeah. fun. I could get scraps. A lot of people have been asking me, Chris, what's your nicotine alternative? I mean, people have been coming up to the streets say, what you, what's your nicotine People have been coming up to me in the streets lately out of nowhere and be like, hey, Chris, I, I've seen the podcast. I like the podcast. What you got going on with Sal? What's your nicotine alternative? It's wow, crazy they do that in these times. Yeah, they do that in these times. Mm -hmm. with, yeah. And I say, what do you mean, what's my nicotine alternative? It's because it's so important. Yeah, it's yeah. because it's so important. And I say, obviously, it's Lucy.co. It's the Lucy nicotine brand. Lucy.co, promo code Hey Babe at checkout. That's all you need to know. I noticed you're saying co. Not, co yes. That's important. They left off the M for mm, Lucy.co, C-O, promo That's code right. Hey Babe. And they have all sorts of flavors uh, for the for this chewing gum. It, they got wintergreen. No, they don't. No, they do. What? Why is that a big deal? I'll tell you what's not. What's, I'll tell you what's a big deal. Pomegranate. They don't have a pomegranate. They have a pomegranate flavored gum. Artisanal nicotine alternative. You got some palm breath on you. We know you're trying to quit. Quit. Do they, let me ask you something. I'll be sold right now because I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm in the holiday spirit. Do they have cinnamon? They got cinnamon. What are you, nuts? They have cinnamon? <laughs> of course they have cinnamon. It's Lucy.co. So our listeners can go right now to Lucy.co, put in the promo code HEYBABY. You're going to get 20% off of everything. The gum, and then the lozenges too because they have cherry ice lozenges. Wow, because I got a little bit of a tickle in my throat. What's coming up? The new year, right? Yes. What are we saying? We want to quit the bad habits. Yes. We want to quit the vices. Lucy.co right now is not making it any easier I mean, come on. And, and you know, the product does contain nicotine derived from tobacco. It does. And nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is. But that's the point. That's the point. You don't want to do this. You want to do this. You want and then you want to stop doing that. It's easy. Lucy.co, promo code HeyBabe. You're going to get 20% off all products, including the gum or lozenges. <laughs> Your aunt yeah. is quitting. My aunt Colleen is quitting because I swear to God, because of Lucy. She's been taking the lady's been smoking for 40 years. I'm, I'm, I'm finally glad that something positive is happening to Aunt Colleen. Uh, sidebar, she's a little insufferable when she doesn't have a cigarette. Yeah. So now she's drinking the, you know, she's eating the Lucy.co. She's going to Lucy.co. She's, eat, she's eating Lucy's. She's now. eating Lucy.co. She put in the promo code, hey babe. She doesn't know what a podcast is, but I told she her put in the know. promo code, hey babe. Face. You get 20% off. And I I said, but just what the money is saving, Aunt Colleen, don't go out buying cigarettes. She said she wouldn't. She said she wouldn't. Now she has a very pleasant demeanor. Yes. Uh, before she was a real pill. Yeah, she's real pill. It's Lucy.co, babe. Lucy.co, no M, promo code, hey, babe. 20% off all the products, including the gum and lozenges. You just need a nicotine alternative. That's what it is. All right, I'm doing stand-up again January 16th in the middle of a field in Pennsylvania, Royersford, Pennsylvania, heated tent. It's going to be great. One show. Go to ChristyComedy.com for tickets or SoulJoles with an S.com for tickets. SoulJoles.com. January 16th, Royersford, Pennsylvania. I'm doing an hour. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be wild. Why not come? It's, there, there's heaters there. They're going to have beers. Bring your lawn chair. It's going to be great. January 16th, doing a little stand-up. Maybe I'll FaceTime Sal. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, dude. There's things that happen with people like, yeah, I mean, working in the service industry... I did I ever tell you the time I had guys I had a guy keel over and die at the bar while I was working just keel keel over paramedics came dead De you saw, they put the sheet over the body dead took him out dead was he a big guy what happened older guy we loved him to pieces he was a neighborhood attack, guy you think? Uh, I, I guess it was that and then he he freaking died there you were, your shift? at his see it wasn't my shift but I he was he was like one of my best friends like this guy right. Marty old guy Marty yeah and he had his chair End of the bar, middle of high life. That's what he drank. He sat there, drank. He was the color of a plum the day I met him, so right. it was going to go south fast. Right. I think he was like 106 and bright purple the day I met him. <laughs> and I, he, I thought he would be done by the end of my first shift, but like he lasted like seven years. How many? And then I came in one day, they're like, Marty killed over on his chair. Then we... we we made his chair. No one could ever sit there again. And every shift, every bartender opened a middle of high life and put it there. Really? Yeah. And yeah. just kept it there the whole day? The whole day, yeah. How many Miller high lifes would he drink in one day? 12. He would sit. He would, 15. Was he the guy he'd get there at noon and stay till he 10 o'clock He opened night? with me. but he, no, he was gone for happy hour. <clears throat> Once he got crowded, like during happy hour, he would leave. 
he would leave. <laughs> yeah. So he would start drinking at noon. But he would come in at night sometimes too. He it was could the be best. 95 degree beautiful day. He's in there drinking Miller High Life in the bar with he, you. That's where he was on those days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would, I, but he was the best. And like one time there was a bar fight. Not that there was not many. Right. But maybe an, even an altercation and someone pissed him off. He got up and threw a punch. <laughs> he was 96. He was yeah. like, he was like in up there. And he threw a punch. God yeah. bless him. God yeah. bless God, Marty. But, I, but we had people that would come in and berate us. All the time. Not that you did that with him, but like, who knows what that guy dealt with before? Here I am. I'm always playing devil's advocate for the guy, yeah. but no, he deserved. The, he deserved the cheeseburger in the chest. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was a bartender on the Russian boats? <laughs> <laughs> Should we rename? Did I ever tell you about the time? We still don't know. No, I. This one doesn't ring a bell, especially okay. Russian. The Russian. Oh wait, something about the bottles downstairs. No. Am I getting this right? There you some, caught someone doing something on the boat? That? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so it's that. Okay. But, and I, I'm sure if I told you that part, I must have told you the end. Uh, but I'll say it anyway. I was bartending on my, my girlfriend at the time's uh, father's boats at a Sheep's Head Bay, right across from Randazzo's Clam Bar. And one day we go on and they're like, listen, these are some Russian mobsters are going to get on the boat and uh, just give them whatever they want. He's the, 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 my girlfriend's father at the time wasn't getting on the boat, so I was kind of like running everything. So I'm up there at the main bar. I'm at the main bar. I'm the main bartender, me and this other guy. These Russian guys get on the bar. Like, we're like, oh, you know, what kind of drinks do you guys like? Because, you know, you kind of cater to the party. He goes, oh, don't worry. My guys will handle it. I'm like, oh, but no, we're the bartenders. He goes, not tonight. And I was like, yes. We're in the bar, though. Like, we're behind. What do you want us to do? And he goes, you're going to go downstairs. He goes, I made a little mini bar, like, for the kids for Shirley Temple and stuff like that. You do that bar. This is just a guy who, like runs the like he paid to come on the boat he's telling me what to do that's crazy the boat. he goes we set up a little bar with like sodas I got you're just gonna pour drinks yeah. and shirley temples for the russian children yeah and i was like <laughs> okay um i what am i gonna do argue with this right, guy right so okay so with that i'm just down there i'm like there's no service on the boat i'm in the middle of the water i'm like i guess i just gotta fucking do this it was also my job to count everybody who comes on there's like 295 people to come on so everybody comes on. So I count whatever, 295. You know, it's, you have to know. You know, two hours into the boat trip, whatever, I go in the in a back room. I go in a back room to get to get a uh, crate of something. There's a girl on her knees, guy pants around the ankle. She's giving him hey, a babe. heat with the door open like that, opens up into the party. He didn't say, oh, my God, what's going on? He goes, what do you need? As she's still just blowing wow. him, he goes, "What do you need? What do you wow. need?" And I was like, "Sounds I need- like a Scorsese movie." Yeah, I was like, "I need to get, I need to get a, a crate or whatever." He goes, "Go do it." I was like, "No." Should I come back? You know, like I didn't know what to, I was twenty two years old. He <laughs> okay. goes, "Go do it." Okay, fine. <laughs> so I go do it. Whatever. I'm like, this is the craziest night of all time. Yeah. Then there's a fight. There's like a huge fight on the boat. So you know it's a problem when there's a huge fight on the boat. Obviously, there's a, we had one security guard. It's Russian gangsters. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Oof. The fuck. The the coast guard comes on the side of the boat. We had to hit like the first man had to hit like a mayday thing. They come on, break it up. Everything's fine. Whatever. We get back into Sheep's Head Bay thing. It's two o'clock in the morning now. Have to count everyone out. Two ninety four. So oh, you told me this. Yes. Two ninety four. Holy sh! Hey, babe. I say we got a problem. Holy, hey, babe. Yeah, holy, hey, babe. I say we got a problem. It's two ninety four. There's not. I didn't miscount. It's two ninety four, and you know I'm like, what's going on? Whatever. I call the guy who was like in charge of everything. He's like, I don't know, but it's Russian gangster, so I don't want to get involved. I'm like, so I'm 22 years old. I'm supposed to just leave. There could be a, a murder. Could have happened. There could be a dead Russian. Yeah. In the water. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I can't sleep that night, whatever. A week later, a week later, I get a call from a detective in the NYPD. Were you You're the bar- kidding Were me. you the bartender on this boat? I said, yeah. He goes, well, you know, somebody's missing. Do you have any information? I said exactly what I did. 294, 295. There was a fight, blah, blah, blah. Never heard anything about it again. Never heard anything about it in the paper. Don't know what happened. Wow. Somebody didn't make it off that boat, though. Somebody went OB. Went OB, yeah. Yeah, that and that 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 story, and then the second sickest story I have about bartending on those boats <laughs> is we used to do. What, did I ever tell you the story about the wedding, the dry docked wedding? You got to continue, and I'll okay. let you know. So real quick, so so, <laughs> a, <laughs> so a lot of times people would get married on the boat. 
they would get married on the top level of the boat because then the boat you get the ceremony is on is on land you know so there's not any problems then you know the ceremony uh the uh, reception is you go around statue of liberty blah blah yeah. blah, blah. Wedding starts 12 o'clock. So we got there 10 o'clock, setting up the boat, blah, 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 blah. The groom's there. Everyone's happy. You know, always waiting for the bride. You wait for the bride because, you know, the bride makes the entrance. That's any sure, wedding. Sure, So, you know, you the same thing. You see the limo come down, beautiful, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's 12 o'clock. So whatever. Now it's 11.55. Bride's not there. No big deal. So it happens. 12.15, bride's not there yet. You know, captain of the boat's like, you know, listen, can we just check in with her? Because obviously, of course, she wants to make an entrance. It's a little late. But, you know, by 1.30... We really need to get out there. There's, you know, dock space. It's there's a whole business, gas. We're we're kind of sitting idle. No problem. I think I was talking about. So twelve fifteen comes no bride. Twelve thirty no bride. Twelve forty five, we see the bride coming. Okay. Uh, we or we see the limo coming. We see okay. the white limo coming. So thank God she's there. He's saying this is I'm gonna marry. This is gonna be my life. I'm marrying a woman. She's always late. I mean, late for her own wedding. She'll be late for her own funeral. Like you know those kinds right, of right. old school Ginzo jokes. Sure, sure, sure. Bride's mom gets out. Bride's mother gets out, which is like, okay, great. It's going to keep the door open, you know, for the long, beautiful dress. Bride's mom gets out, shuts the door. So we're like, it's not the bride. That's the bride's mom. Bride's mom's walking down. I mean, the whole boat is looking. The whole, she's walking down like yeah. a long thing. It's like the gangway is like going yeah. like this. She's, yeah. like, she's <laughs> like an older woman. Bride's mom comes up, tells the, you know, first mate or like whoever was the maitre d', I guess you say, Bride got cold feet. She's not coming. She doesn't want to get married. So the 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 first mate, uh, maitre d guy. The first maitre d. First maitre d. <laughs> the first maitre d gets on the microphone and says, I'm sorry. She's not coming. She's like, make, he's like, so, um, you know, we're figuring out what to do. We have a plan for this. Don't worry. I'm so sorry. Please talk amongst yourselves. With that, for whatever reason, the husband or groom says gets the mic from him and says look we we all paid for this wedding this wedding's paid for the 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 captain the guy who owned the boat company was willing to give him half the money back which is pretty good at least you'll get half the money back he doesn't have to give him any money back you sign all these contracts like right. no matter what sure sure he says i feel terrible half the money back goes no keep the money we're having a party it's supposed to be the best day of my life it's going to be the best day of my life and i'm not going to do anything else uh, we're going to have this party we're going to rage on we're like, okay, I mean, as long as it's okay with you. I mean, because now it's just a party on the boat. Right. Most of the wedding party, the groom's wedding party stays. So most of the bridesmaids, never even the bridesmaids knew. Nobody knew that she was going to do this. They get off. A few get on. A few, a few stay on. A few get off. We take off. This guy is pounding liquor. Oh, my God. Pounding liquor. Oh, my God. We're about an hour and a half. He's, ha he's dancing. He's like, this is the best night of my life. Things like that. <laughs> pounding liquor. At one point, I saw him trying to make out with a female guest. I, and I, she's I, like, stop, you're drunk, whatever. Start going crazy. We're going. Shit. It's, it was, never forget, it's 6.30. We always do a lap. You do a lap around the statue. It'll be at 6.30 in the summer, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Lights are on. He's standing on a couch like, you know, by, on, on the boat, standing on the couch, saying, this is the best day of my life. I'm so sorry what happened. You know, like, whatever. We made it work. Vanessa, you're missing the best <laughs> night of our life. I love you, but I understand what you did. And it starts, he starts yelling. He goes, like, I understand what you did. And I know that it was probably wrong. And I'm sorry for all the mistakes I made. And starts crying, jumps off the boat. <laughs> oh, my God. Jumps oh off the God. boat. It's it's God. Jumps <laughs> off the boat. Oh in Holy front shit. of us all. Holy shit. Hey, babe. Holy hey, babe. <laughs> Holy hey, babe. Jumps off. Let the me boat. tell you something. That is not the first time you saw someone try to jump to then. You, you. I, there's another story. The other, is, that's all that. The other, to, but no. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Do you do you think that he was like when as soon as he heard she wasn't coming, he's like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off. Yeah. And so he was. Uh, it was an affront to get everybody on yeah. to do that to maybe to maybe either deal with the grief or to stick it to her that 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 he she caused that. Or do you think he? Just in that moment, got caught up and did it in that moment. Well, the good. I'm hyperventilating. The good. The good news is that. Well, not the good news. I, well, the, well, just just so everyone's edge of seat. He's he survived again. Okay. Coach got had to come. He survived. He could swim. We got him out. I have an adrenaline headache right now, dude. Hey, babe. On the trip back, we were asking the same questions to his friends, and most of his friends were like, "I don't know. This isn't like him. Whatever." Then we're talking. Some guest at the wedding who like wasn't a groomsman, but but you know knew them. 
He goes, <laughs> I think it was my fault, this guy. And, and I was listening. I wasn't talking directly to anybody in earshot. And the, one of the groomsmen was like, what do you mean? How can it be your fault, fault, Phil? He's like, well, you know how he doesn't really drink that much, you know, but he was drinking. It's his, you know, wedding night. He just got left on his wedding night. He said, but then I gave him a little Coke. <laughs> oh my god so he does the oh first line god. of coke he's ever done in his life on the night his w w wife doesn't show up for his own wedding and jumps off the boat in front of the statue of liberty <laughs> he could have died could have died oh easily could have died hey babe easily could i think it was ted the movie ted or ted 2 or ted or whatever and they're, they're like at a they're at a function and he goes i'll give him one guest one guest to tell me which guest did coke and they scan the crowd and everyone just sit and talk and sit and talk and then one guy just punches another guy in the face and jumps out a window <laughs> <laughs> ted Holy is great movie. hey babe no, oh dude. my god, dude, yeah, dude that those, is crazy. Those, and yeah, my third jump story will save for another podcast. That that is yeah. Uh, I mean you I do that you, bit on stage. You crippled me with that. Yeah. The one you crippled me. The one well, yeah, when with my had, yeah. 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 That is yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I'll tell that story. Yeah, but no, dude, it's um it's one of those things where yeah, working in the service industry. It's just, so you deal with all types of I, people. I, so I bartended uh, weddings at uh, this place on Staten Island called the Excelsior Grand. It's oh, actually, yeah, Highland Boulevard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's actually where I had my high school, my senior prom, too. It's been around forever. Before it's that- It's been on my Super Sweet 16, too. That, oh, has that it TV really? Show. Yeah, big time. So it used to be at a place, it used to be the place itself used to be called the Shalimar. It was of, it was of Staten Island legend when we were younger. Like, that was, like, the place. Like, it did, like, spiral staircase inside. <laughs> Things were velvet. Right, Like, right. it was just, like, a big hall. when you And it had a big glass window in the front. And when you pass it as a kid you always like what is this like this right. big hall like you, you don't really understand and they would had a little person they used to have employ and he <laughs> would be uh he was the greeter in the circular driveway and he would be in a tuxedo with tails and like a top hat yeah and he would always be out there and we would pass and like be like oh look yeah. like the little guy in the tux like yeah so it felt magical to us right right um as a matter of fact, we always thought, a bunch of my friends always thought Wu-Tang shouted it out in a song when he says, blowing up like Shalimar in 81. Uh, it had to be it. No, well, we thought it was, and we were like, oh my God, because someone set the Shalimar, I think, on fire. He caught fire, or they tried to blow it up for insurance money. So we th we thought that that's what the, the Wu-Tang referenced, but we I looked it up one day because I was like, I got to know. And it actually is yeah. um, a reference to Soul Shalimar, the group Shalimar, who was having like tons of hits that year. Oh. A Night to Remember. Like they're just a, they're an amazing band too. But Wu-Tang is so smart and the lyricists are so, you know, well informed that it may have a double meaning. Maybe it does. Yeah. Maybe it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but uh, so I worked there. So I was doing weddings every single weekend. It's when I first got my bartending, like my first bartending gig. And I did every single culture's wedding. Right. You know, Italian culture, Greek, Jewish, Slavic, Russian, everything. And they all have their own. But, like, the, the Slavic, like, the Russian weddings and, like, the Jewish weddings, they would be, like, 600 people. Like, like, like 600 minimum. Right, minimum. That's a small one. Where they, where they, when they have a wedding, they would, you know, like the place was so huge, and they had like the moving walls where you could like tailor it to the size that you need. Right. Every wall from block to block was open, and they would have like 600, 800 person weddings. It was right. wild. And the Russian guys, man, they, like the Italian guys, were like that. Like, come here, do me a favor, and they would give you like they try to give you money and everything right. on the side. And um, but the Russian guys, like. They or some of those guys. I remember I did a wedding one time. Or maybe it wasn't Russian. I, but maybe it wasn't Russian. But they had a band. This is had this two things. This is the band would play music the entire time, like five hours straight, Jesus. with hardly stopping. And it was like they would do these songs. Some of them that were like very redundant. Right. So it would be like the same chant or the same like riff over and over and over. Sometimes for like forty minutes. <laughs> And everyone would do this dance together, and it would just be like a two-step where they danced, and the whole place was doing it, almost like a high school 80s movie. Right, right, right. And, um, yeah. and the way that they would pay the band, I don't know if it was a tip. I heard that they don't even pay the band. The band comes as part of the culture, like uh, the neighborhood. Like they come, that's their job to like pay respect to the people that they know. And the right. band comes, and the people dancing throughout the whole night, singles in their pocket, during the songs, they just take it and they chuck it in the air and chuck it in the air and chuck it in the air. And it's 600 people throwing mo like 100 singles each for like a five-hour party to the point where 
we it was dangerous for us as servers because there was just it was you couldn't see the floor it was just singles and then every like hour we would have to go with a broom and a garbage bag and just and just pick up thousands and thousands of and give it to the band and and just give it over to the band so that was unique right but that's sick but one time this guy came in and he was like so they would they would always say uh like the, the and I'm not don't I don't want to hear don't send letters to our PO box <laughs> we don't have we one. don't have We're an address and I don't think anyone's handwriting a letter but what I mean is don't take offense but but I'm not saying all oh, Russian people but in my experience at this this wedding um they would like they, they like if you were a worker they treated you like you were their hired like butler and they would talk to you like they'd be like my friend yeah and then you walk over and it was like all couples and they'd be like more of everything for everyone here like they'd say stuff like that. <laughs> like I'd be like, "Well, there's a there's a menu," and they'd be like, "Bring us what you have." Yeah. And I'd be like, "Well, it's coursed out." And like, and he's like, "Come here, bring us the food you have now." And I'd be like, "I just walk in the back." I'd be like, "Look, like they're demanding everything now." Yeah. And then I just bring it out. But then like if their girlfriend like or something like they like again they they just beckon you. Right. They go, "Oh, friend." Yeah. And then you'd walk over, and he'd be like, "More." So they wanted buckets of beers on the table. Okay. So buckets of beers and ice, which is not how you really do it at a wedding. No, no, no. Not at a really formal event. No. Yeah, but we're not they in the park a lot drink. of the Jets game. They drink. <laughs> yeah. And they have, and then they want, then they started going, we want bottles on the table. Right. Which is, I think, customary for Russians. Okay. As a matter of fact, it is. But when you're in a place that is, like, doesn't always do that, or they didn't ask for it first and then they decided they want it. So they're like, bring. Uh, Two bottles of vodka and bring more buckets of beer. More. And they would, so what we did then was we served nips. Okay. So if they wanted the actual beer, we normally had to pour a beer, but they had them in the nips. So the nips is like a, yeah. an eight ounce or a little yeah. six ounce beer. So they would pound them. Right. So like by the time I brought a bucket, we're talking 800 people. So they would assign like, uh, I think it was a, a bartender to every hundred people. Whatever it was, which is, or maybe even more than that, one fifty. So we had our work cut out That's for a us, lot, and yeah. the place they told us if someone has to come to your station for a drink, you are not doing your job. So you need Jesus. to get the drinks to the tables, and by the time they want another one, if they're getting up to you, you're not going fast enough. So it, it was unreasonable to ask of the yeah, workers at one hundred and fifty people, like ten tables, six tables yeah. each, but. That made me hustle. Like that really taught me how to bartend a lot. So I would run and do and run. And by the time I dropped off eight nips at a table of eight, whatever it is, they would be done. So everyone was just yelling at me from every table. My friend, more beer, more beer for everyone. And they'd just be like that. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then I'd come and they'd be like, they'd like take it upon me. Yeah. Like they'd be like, what about my wife? <laughs> and I'd be like, well, what do you want? And she'd be like, what do you want? And then he'd tell her and he'd be like, go get the martini. And I'd be like, okay, go get it. Go get it. I'd yeah. be like, I thought you wanted the beer. I no, didn't know please, it. No, thank you. Go get it. So I'm like, whatever. Just I'm. It's my job to be, I'll just listen. It's not like, you know, I take it in stride. Right. So I'm bringing everything over. They, this happened a lot. Yeah. And then, and then one time I learned my lesson. So one time I'm like, I'm going to be proactive. I turned to the woman and I go, uh, is there anything I can get you? And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, is there anything I can get you? And she's like, no. And I was like, okay. And I went to the next one. I go, can I get you anything? And then the guy taps me on the shoulder. I go, he goes, come here. He takes me in the corner. He goes, do not talk to the women. And I was like, oh, I was just asking them because you know how you said before, like, what about yeah. my wife? So I was like, he goes, no, no, no. You don't talk to the women. And I was like, well, how do I know what they want? He goes, do not. And I go, okay. Yeah. So then I never spoke to another woman. Now, hold on. Now, the bride, <laughs> the bride comes out, right? And they, the bride and the groom are at the, at the dais alone. This guy is standing on his seat at the dais, and he has four Coronas in his hand, two in each. He's drinking them. He's going like this. Yeah. He's got four Coronas. He's standing on his seat. People are whipping singles at him. Right, right. The, his bride, again, I don't know if this is the culture, not this, their relationship, not. I don't know what it is. This is how it was. She was sitting, no drink, head down. Now, not head down like this, but just like, like just sitting calmly. Like, maybe she was having a zen moment. Maybe yeah. that wasn't her style. Maybe he was getting out of control. Maybe she was embarrassed. But it just seemed like she was way more like, let me just sit here because this is how I do it. Yeah. And this is how he does it. Right. But the bride, 
we're taught like there's a, a the suite where you go like the the the, the suite up before you start there all the people the important people go in it like the bridal suite the bridal suite yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you before they everyone comes the bridal suite gets there first and we're serving them food and drinks the same thing they're like you don't make anyone ask anything in the bridal yeah, suite yeah, yeah. the bride he goes drop everything for the bride and groom the door should be open yeah. Drop everything for the bride and groom, especially the bride. So this guy has four beers in his hand. He's standing on the chair and he's doing the Macarena, right. whatever he's doing. And so I leaned in and I said, excuse me, miss, like, is there anything I could do for you at all? Ten guys swarmed me, grabbed me, and dragged me to the side. Dragged you? They, they, I mean, at they, work? They, they, I mean, not like 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 you're going to throw me out by, my, by, by the suit, but like... I mean, I was in the middle of speaking, and they came over. They all would go, come on, come on, come on. Hold, hold my arms and guided me away and brought me over there. We said, we told you, do not tell you. Don't ever talk to the bride. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I was like, I don't, I don't mean to do anything, but like, I, I don't mean, didn't mean anything by it. But like, my job is, you guys paid for service, and I, I did. I'm just t- making sure that the, the bride, yeah. and, and and they, they were like, no, and then they were like, don't, don't ever come up to them again for the rest of the, the wedding. Who, your your boss told you that? No, no, no. The Russian guys or the the people. They told well, me. They, I, I, I feel like I've never heard that. It feels like I, you it, did a wedding for ISIS. I I I, I, <laughs> I, I was just like, wow. I, I this is going back to how we said when the guy was like, you didn't order three. I just thought of customer service, and I thought of the flip side of that. And here I am working, and this these are the people that hired us. But like, how do you respond to something like that? No, dude, that's I'm telling it you, it was wild, dude. Did I ever tell you about the time when I first started comedy with uh, when I did the the back to back gigs in one night for the Italian mafia, the next night for the for the um, <laughs> for the uh, backyard barbecue party? So real quick, I uh, yeah, I was doing a gig. I started comedy 2009. I do this gig. This is, I started comedy October 2009. This is maybe January 2010, maybe February 2010. <laughs> I I, so I'm three, four months in, you know, comedy's horrible. Angel Salazar, the comedian Angel Salazar yeah. from Scarface, sees me at Caroline's. He's like, I got a gig for you. So we're going to go. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's kind of mafia, guys. We're going to do it. Yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. So we go do the gig. I suck. I open up for him. I do some joke that offends some mafia guy's wife. I had no idea that I even offended his wife. I get off stage. I could see, you could hear like a pin drop. I I was bombing. I get off stage. Somebody grabs me. One of these like big mafia henchmen grabs me, puts a knife to my throat, like a full knife to my throat and says, I quote, I'm going to cut your Adam's apple out and feed it to your mother. So I was like, okay. So he says, he says, he's going to cut my Adam's apple, feed it to my mother. With that, the owner of the place. I, I think the place the was called Scoongeelies or something like that on Lefferts Boulevard in Queens. It's definitely shut down now. Shout by out the to Lefferts Boulevard, Queens. Yeah, shout out Lefferts. So, yes, you, oh, yeah, this I remember is a Friday this. This night. is wild. So, you put, I mean, what yeah, are you so thinking in that moment? When I was thinking at that moment, I was like, I'm going to die for to, to be an open mic comedian. I'm going to lose did, my life. Did you possibly think you could, right? He had because if someone's going to do that to you, and, and you're not really you're not really used to that kind of experience of being treated like, like you, your body, like you don't know if it's real, if it's not, if it's a threat. You hear about these senseless acts of violence all the time. All the time. And so, and, 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 and so the owner of the bar, both guys' name were Carmine. The guy who held his knife to my throat was Carmine, and the guy who owned it was named Carmine because Carmine... The owner says to Carmine, the other guy's like, Carmine, put the knife down, walk away. So Carmine, the owner, grabs me, and he takes me down like some, he takes me to his, what I think is his office, and then moves a bookshelf, and there's a door behind the bookshelf that exits out onto the street. So I was like, okay, so I don't know what's going to happen. He's like, look, don't tell anybody about this. That guy's a wannabe. He causes problems here. He goes, what were you supposed to get paid? I said, Angel was going to give me $25. He gives me $2,000 in cash that he pulled out of his back pocket. He goes, take this. Just don't tell nobody what happened here. Sure, because you got, that's someone threatened to murder you. That person would go to jail. And he was whole establishment would get shut down. He's probably selling drugs out of the back of it. Right. So that was- $2,000 cash. Cash. What are you thinking in that moment? In that moment, I'm saying- Should you take it? Should you not? I'm saying at that moment, I'm saying that this is dirty money. I shouldn't spend it. Fast forward. Shouldn't spend it. Shouldn't spend it. Fast forward next week. But I took it. But I took it. Yeah. Fast forward I mean, next you week. Yeah, you got I, it. I, I, I had about 10 new pairs of Jordans. I bought, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I went week absolutely later. wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was buying some guys in a, it. That was some guy in a ditch for that money. So that's so that's Friday night. You would think like some people like, oh, get a knife to my throat. It's like that'll never, you'll never, your, your life will never be threatened again in comedy. It just happened, whatever. 
I have a show the very next day <laughs> at an outdoor barbecue. The outdoor barbecue shows are brutal. This is on Northern Boulevard in Queens. I'm Shout doing a North. joke. There's a guy. Again, I suck at comedy. I still do. But this time, I this I really suck. I, 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 um, I'm doing a joke. This guy's got tattoos all over his head and his face. I don't know anything. I'm new. I make a joke to the guy with the tattoos on his face like, oh, what are you, a kindergarten teacher? Something stupid. With that, he starts breathing hard, starts punching himself in the face, yeah, in the chest. So, so, like, so, like, so yeah. Like, what is going what on? What is going on? He's punching himself Self in the face. There was children. He's already got face tattoos. He's 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 made plenty of decisions in his life that weren't the right decision. He starts beating the crap out of himself. He, to, 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 because to he's get, so enraged. He's so enraged. He can't believe he, he, that somebody called out on him. So enraged. So his friends, his friends. I mean, do you? I mean, yeah. go ahead, continue, his, but I just run off the stage. No, that's what I'm saying. His friends, who all, they all look like gangbangers. His friends are gangbangers. Start backing away from him as if to say, look, the other guys are real hard and criminal guys. Even they're like, I don't want, when when, when Caesar gets like this, you got to step away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so he starts punching himself in the face. I put the mic, I was in the middle of a joke. It's like, that's, I put the, I put, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a you have no idea. This is like your tenth spot ever. Yeah, it's a backyard barbecue. I put the mic back in the stand, walk off stage left, climb over the fence, exit through the neighbor's backyard. <laughs> because you're coming off the heels of, of the knife and of the, throat. the knife. I can't. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> the, it's it's a it's a wonder that we know each other and you're here today. Yeah, that you continued in that comedy. I continue to do it. My friend Joey G had put the gig together. He got me. Joey G of Joey G. Joey G. Joey G, Joey From the G. weddings, from the guy that tapes all the weddings? No, no, no. Oh, no, he's no. famous here. Okay. Oh, no, Joey G's okay. a comedian guy. I think he quit too, Joey G. But anyway, yeah, so I climb over the mic in front of everyone. Like, I put the mic in the stand. Yeah. They say, give it up for Chris. Instead of walking out past it, I just, <laughs> as if it was the way out. You will not go. Climb yeah. all, I cl you I wouldn't even think of, of even going anywhere near him. I scaled the fence. And jumped out through a neighbor. The neighbor could have had a pit bull. I didn't care in that moment. I was like, I got to get away from this guy. With that, so I leave. I'm like, that was the craziest thing. Back-to-back -back nights. I'm doing stand-up. I couldn't believe Friday night I almost died. Saturday I almost died. I get a call Sunday afternoon from another NYPD detective. He says, were you the comedian on stage last night around 6 o'clock? And I said, yes, I was. You know, I, 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 I climbed out. I, I don't know if I broke some personal property. I explained the whole story. He goes, it's not about that. He goes, about 45 minutes after you left, the man you made a joke on went and murdered someone in broad daylight on the street, a random guy crossing the street. He murdered him. So people were saying that he was pissed off because of a joke you made. So we, part of our investigation, want to know what the joke was. Holy. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. And I Sorry, was, holy, hey, babe. <laughs> holy, hey, babe. So somebody went and murdered a random stranger because I pissed them off in a comedy show. And I said, am I going to have to testify? Like, I don't want to be a part of this. They said, no, no, they said, we just want to know. So, you know, we're tracking things down. Basically what the, then I got a call maybe three months later when they were tying up this thing. A guy had already went back to jail. They said, yeah, what happened was, is, you know, throughout the, he didn't even, there was no trial. He just pled guilty. He had just gone out of prison a week before and was not adjusting to the freedom of the new world because he had done like 20 years. He wanted a reason to go back to prison and you gave him that reason. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Holy uh, hey, babe. All my dates, ChristyComedy.com. Outdoor <laughs> shows. Outdoor shows, socially distanced. <laughs> That is wild. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yep. Guy, look, I don't care if I'm Kimbo Slice. Yeah. If I'm Bruce Lee, if I'm talking to somebody who starts hitting themselves first, yeah. I'm not going to engage. I'm, I'm going to hop the back fence too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you, I, that death's not on you. As casually as I'll walk down your do you feel? Right did now, you ever feel that death was on you? Because you shouldn't. No, I, do, I feel terrible about it, but you know, the, 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 it was like, yeah, I never felt that. I just kind of felt like I can't believe I even did comedy. I did comedy Monday at the Creek. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine? Yeah. The guy who died's family and the police were like, a couple of minutes prior, a comedian asked him, what are you, a kindergarten teacher with those face tattoos? Yeah. And we're sorry to say that's what drove him. <laughs> to to take your your whoever this was out of your your family, and we're sorry. And they and to this day, those people want to know who told that joke. Who was it? I mean, yeah. if they're watching now, do you want to say something to them? If you guys are watching now, <laughs> I really apologize. My comedy has gotten better since then. 
And I think it'd be safe for you and your family. You can't blame him. You can't blame him. I can all but I'm not even making a light of this. I mean, this is tragic. If you're watching right now. But we can laugh about it now? I don't. We can laugh about it now, but I can guarantee you, I'm looking in the camera, whoever you are, I can guarantee you that if you come to one of my comedy shows, I I am going to give you as close to 100% as I can that no one will see my comedy and then proceed to immediately murder an innocent stranger. <laughs> I'm confident I, that my jokes will not allow I, I, someone to do that. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to give you as much as I can, 100% off the bill. <laughs> Listen, or if you buy two drinks, I got the tip. <laughs> I got the chicken figures if you buy Dude, two. Dude, how did you stick with comedy? I'm insane. That is nutso. That's what it is, baby. That's nuts. That's nutso. And then, yeah, speaking of nutso... Saratoga Springs peanut Saratoga, butter. bring it back Go to the it. beginning. Bring it back. If you're watching this, we want to be, what do we want, 5 10%? 5%, 10%, or we'd like a, a Hey Bay peanut butter uh, named after us. That would be wonderful. Why don't yeah. we do that? Let's do that. Let's ask Let's, I'm gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to them. Let's reach out. So I got to reach out to a few people. We'll reach out to them, Yolanda Vega, <laughs> and, uh, and Lori Shark from Tank. Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe.